Welcome to The Magic Spark. I'm your host and personal wellness witch, Tandy Gutierrez. This podcast is for the open-hearted magic makers seeking to cultivate consistent self-evolution, or as I like to call it, self-revolution. It aims to be a home base for continually stumbling upon things that ignite the healing spark in you, be that practical or magical. Now, let's see what that spark is for you in today's episode. Hello, my magic makers. You're listening to episode 33. And I'm just going to have to say something about it. If you hear a buzzsaw or construction, I don't know if you're going to be able to hear it through the recording. Um, It just started. And this is my third go at recording this episode. It's feeling very Mercury retro shade, very post shadow. So thank you for holding this space with me. I hope it's not too distracting. I really have to record this to have this out for you. And I'm just hoping it's not too loud. So on that note, let's try to do this. (laughs) Okay. This podcast is brought to you by unicornwellnessstudio.com. When you're ready to heal, embody, and empower yourself through everyday self-care practices, body, mind, and soul. Gemini season runs May 21st through June 21st, 2023. And this episode offers our tarot forecast for these dates. This episode may have more weight or significance for you if you are a Gemini native and have your sun, your rising, or your moon in this sign. So a big welcome back if you are some of my tried and true listeners. And if this is your first time here, welcome. I'm so happy to have you. Friendly reminder for those listening not currently in the Northern Hemisphere. The seasons may be different, but the energies of the tarot, the astrology, the zodiac, and the channel guidance are absolutely the same. Take what resonates and leave the rest. There are major magic sparks here for everyone listening, no matter where in the world you are. And I love it because our community is super sprawled out all over the globe. And it's always such a joy and a pleasure that, to know that you all are listening in all the places and spaces. So thank you. Okay, let's get to our Gemini vibes. Um, Gemini in the tarot um, in the major arcana is represented by the lover's card. Now, this card offers us the reminder that all things based in love, honest and authentic communication in right partnership will lead us where we need to go. It reminds us that to attract or support support balanced relationships, we must first be in right partnership and balanced relationship to ourselves. Novel concept. Big emphasis on integrity, right? What we think and what we feel, we take action on, we speak up for, we speak out for, right? So when we learn how to fall in love with our own soul, And yes, this includes our shadows. Then navigating relationships with others becomes much clearer, 
and far more rewarding. The lover's card is not mutually exclusive to our love life. Big misconception. It will, however, always be reflected in our partnerships, friendships, work, amorous. But the lover's card, its medicine, always resides in our personal reflection work with ourselves, rooted in our shadow work and healing. If we can love the darkest parts of ourselves, well, engaging with others is much easier. <laughs> so Gemini offers us two sides of the same coin. It offers us the yes and. It says duality is the gig in this messy earth school experience. Gemini energy says honor it, play with it, talk through it. It definitely says talk through it. Honor the full spectrum of it. And above all, be willing to shift, to grow, to expand and change as information plus decisions and experience influence you. So if you haven't listened to episode 32, or as a reminder, Gemini is mutable air energy. In the suits of the tarot, air is represented by swords. And this is representation for intellect, acumen, thought process, words, subconscious programming. It is both sides of your inside and outside voice, how it's templated and wired, and how you utilize or don't utilize them. This energy could feel like too much, just all the too muchness. <laughs> like it could brew anxiety and overwhelm and just feel like it is full information overload in these cycles or anywhere this energy is present in those placements, right? It could also feel exciting and fresh and fun and exuberant and ready to move forward in the freshest of ways. So this, the word fresh keeps coming up with Gemini, particularly this year. It's new ideas to solve things because Gemini is all the data. It's all these ideas, like how many hundreds of thousands of different ways can we solve something, right? But the hallmark in this cycle this year is that it's a fresh take on it. It doesn't have to be new. I just want to pass that through because this is the channel that's moving through. It's like, take note of the word fresh. It doesn't have to be completely different. It doesn't have to be weird, but it is new in a way that does not carry old baggage with it in order to solve, to move forward or to move on. Okay. So word of the season for Gemini season is fresh. All right. <laughs> so just lean into that. If nothing else, um, it really could have, you know, offers of solutions, um, in ways we never have imagined. So it could be new and weird, but it's got this hominess to it in the energetics for this cycle of there's a return to self in a way you might not have expected but it feels refreshing and fresh, like a fresh take on an old vibe. Okay, that's what's coming through. <laughs> so there you go. Um, now let's get to our Gemini season 
tarot reading. We try to keep these nice and simple in this format. It often, it don't work, but we try. Um, I'm pulling one card for us, okay? This is the spirit in which to move through things in this season because there's no way out but through. So when things feel stuck, stagnant, blocked, um, sad, low, down, just meh, you know, it's like, or maybe they're just fucking great. But this card we're pulling today is the spirit in which to move through things. So it's the persona to take on, the costume or the cape to wear in this Gemini season that is going to benefit us most, right? So it's like if you're going on an adventure vacation you need to know do i need safari gear do i need rain gear do i need hiking gear do i need beach gear right these are different things and so this one card that i'm going to be pulling out of the rider weight smith deck we went classic or rather the energies guided us to go classic for this is the spirit in which to move through things this gemini season in 2020 three. Interesting. Okay. All right. So the spirit in which to move through things in this season is the king of cups. So this is going to be day-to-day issues, right? Because we're in the suits of the tarot. This says the spirit in which to move through things is going to matter on how we feel (laughs) day-to-day. So cups are our emotions. This is about love. This is also about spirit, spirituality, and source. Because spirituality, spirit, universe, divine guidance, goddesses, God, whatever narrative works for you, whatever you call it, whatever words work, that's up to you, right? But at its essence of all of these things, at their purest, most exalted spaces, It's unconditional love. That frequency of unconditional love is creative life force, right? And this is what can bring manifestations in of any and all kinds. This is what, you know, condenses and creates a human and a soul. And so we're being called to lead into the suit of cups, right? And the king of cups. Now, the king of cups, old school, traditional, right, is that... The king is meant to be the most exalted. I mean, I don't prescribe to that totally. I always find the queen to be the most exalted, but whatever. Trying to move out of those binary places. The king is considered to be the most exalted of the suit, right? So this means it has learned all the lessons it can possibly learn within this suit within this flavor within this topic within this concept so the king of cups says i know everything i need to know about my emotions and spirituality well we know that's not possible because we're always learning there's always another level right there's always something like huh that perspective that twist was new and different but what the king of cups does do I always like to describe the King of Cups as like a captain of a ship. And the captain of a ship has really seen everything at a certain point. Storms, doldrums, gorgeous, you know, issue-free sailings, and then trips that have just been like one hot mess after the other. And the King of Cups says, don't worry. Every time, through every experience, 
this too shall pass. Meaning if it's wonderful and it's beautiful, give gratitude for it, enjoy it, be present in it and go, that was beautiful and amazing. And it equally says when things are fucking rough and just a disaster, it's storming. You wanted a tropical vacation. You wanted to hang out in your swimsuit or in your skivvies the whole time and drink champagne on the deck. It's just not happening. Everybody's in the cabin puking because it's so tumultuous in the ocean. And yet the King of Cups, the captain says, this too shall pass. And it says, Here's how we navigate through the current situation that we are experiencing. The King of Cups is this really beautiful, exalted version of our emotional maturity, right? Like, what is our emotional maturity? What have we learned up to this point? So in this Gemini season, it, you know, Gemini is going to bring all the ideas. It's going to bring all of the solutions. It's going to bring all the potential and a ton of data a lot of which we do not need. It will feel like sensory overload, information overload, okay? And the King of Cups goes, calm down, right? Ideas are much like emotions and emotions are exactly like the waves in the ocean. The tide's gonna roll in, the tide's gonna roll out. Sometimes all of these ideas and concepts, air, is gonna kick up our emotional response, water. And we may have the doldrums. There's no ideas. There's no fun. There's no nothing. Or it may be there's so many ideas. There's so many thoughts. There's so much words. There's so much talking. There's so much humaning. There's a lot of socializing. There's partying. This is so fun. And it says we're going to create all the waves. It's going to feel tumultuous, right? It's going to rock things. It's going to send you to one side of the ocean or the other. And if you've never surfed before, you may be choking down a bunch of briny water right? But again, the King of Cups says, what's your experience level? What's your maturity level? How can you surf? How can you float? How can you be present in whatever's going on and navigate the experience you're having right now with wisdom? Okay, so begin because the king is set as like the exalted version, the very last card in the suit of cups. It says you have to take everything you learned from the ace to me and start to implement it. Now, this is where it gets really interesting with this crossover because Gemini's medicine in this lifetime is going from information, regurgitation, right, to wisdom. Information is very different than wisdom right? Wisdom has had information, made a decision about that information and had an experience with it. And it's probably had it more than once. So wisdom is about repetition, right? And so the King of Cups says, I've had a lot of repetition. I've sailed a lot of seas. I've taken a lot of trips or I've been in this one vessel, this one boat for a really long time. I know how it responds when there's, you know, big waves. And I know how it responds when there's like no wind whatsoever. So it's got this gorgeous crossover of like wait and see, but maturity and wisdom to it, right? The King of Cups is not going to be like, oh my God, it's rough waters. Everybody jump overboard. Nope. There's training. There's skill. There is 
experience that says, just hang in there, right? If it's the first time you've been feeling really rough, don't go trying to walk around. Some of us might be standing out on the deck, but that's not going to be you because this is your first time at the rodeo. It's not my first time at the rodeo. So the spirit in which to move through things in this Gemini season is the king of cups. It wants you to apply whatever level of emotional wisdom you have in this season, meaning things are going to change. There's going to be a lot of ideas. There are going to be flips to the script. There could be twists and turns. We're still in the shakeout of eclipse season too, but it says, don't freak out. You have been through rough things before. You have been through exciting things before. You've been through some really fun things before, right? Because fun things can freak people out too. I've never done this before. Have you ever been on the back of a motorcycle? If you start to, if you haven't, it's a little freaky the first time, right? So the King of Cups says, take all of your experience, all of your wisdom, but mostly take all of your emotional wisdom, right? Emotional wisdom says feelings are wonderful data points. Data points are Gemini. But feelings are not facts. And if you're grown, whatever age and stage you're at, at this moment, it says start really navigating and understanding. You get to have all of your feelings. They are beautiful data points and they are super valid. But they shouldn't be driving the ship. Your experience, your training, your education, your understanding that wants to get to the destination, that's what you need to navigate from. But be clear, it is the king of cups. He is the king of emotions and the king of spirituality. It's always going to have how you feel about it integrated into you. You get to take that along. So your feelings are valid, but they're not always facts. And it says you need to either start navigating from that place or you've been navigating from that place and you may be taken to task with it a little bit this season. So the spirit in which to move through things is to remain calm, check in, gather the data points. How do I feel about this? Now, is that a fact or not? Yes, no. Great. Okay. Now, what do I do with that information? And how can I move through this really exciting experience? Because this season is going to have some exciting things happening for people, right? Or how can I move through this experience that seems really tumultuous, but I don't understand it, but I, I know that I can make my way through it. I'd like to get through it with the least amount of casualties to like vessel and ego as humanly possible, right? So it says you got to check in, fear or fact, just a feeling. How are we going to navigate through with more maturity, with our eye on the prize, with the eye on the long run and the end goal? So it's this beautiful like water dance here, right? Air and water. So again, it can create beautiful waves that we can paddle out and surf with and have this incredible experience. Or it could have us capsized, swallowing water, and all of a sudden there's like some crazy storm and it's scary, right? But the King of Cups says, one, check in. Two, use your wise eyes. Long game. 
We've been through rough things before. We've also been through wonderful things before. We know how to do this. We can do this. Stay calm, right? And anytime there is a cups card, we're going to be pushed and offered more spiritual messaging because cups and waters, these are the psychic, this is the psychic realm. This is downloads. This is channeling. This is intuition. This is, um, I mean, it's it's all the clairs, right? Clairsentience, clairvoyance, claircognizance, um, clairaudience. So it's also really loud that in this season, a lot of messaging is going to come through. And I know I'm hearing it from other astrologers, other tarot readers, other in- intuitives that like everybody kind of feels like they have this clarity of like, oh, I'm going to do this project. This is the path I'm supposed to go down. And I'm talking 2023. Meanwhile, and and we're like our channels are clear. Like we've been doing this for a while. We know how to hear it. We know how to lean into it. We know how much time we got to sit on it before we go, okay, we're going to take action on it. But this year already has been like, nope. Even when there's been a hard yes and clarity for, there's been a lot of swaps and a lot of switches. Meaning our intuition isn't wrong. It's not broken. It's not offline. We have been getting clear messaging. And then for whatever fucking reason, I don't even know right now. I don't totally understand. It's not my job to always understand, right? It switches and it shifts. And so there's a big, big, big message here within this card for this Gemini season. It's going to happen again, y'all. Okay. it, it It's going to happen again. But It's a call to not distrust our intuition, the vibes, the frequency, the messaging, or the path. There's just a lot shifting overall. So fate and free will always go hand in hand. And free will is the most powerful magic we have in this lifetime, in a lifetime. And the decisions that we make absolutely matter. And they absolutely influence what's coming next. So a lot of these pieces, what I'm hearing, what's being offered and wants to be heard right now is that our intuition has been right. We are receiving messaging. We're hearing it. We're processing it. We're walking forward on it. But then we make a different decision. It could be a a more healed decision. It could be a more integrous decision. It could be a more empowered decision. It could be a decision that just like gave all of our trust to the universe and to the unseen and the unknown. And they go, oh shit, we were not expecting them to make that decision. Well, now we got to change paths and change tracks. Okay. Those decisions could equally and oppositely be decisions made in fear, in what we're used to, in comfort of like the devil we know right? That's our free will. That's our choice. We always have the choice to make our own decisions. And I know I catch a lot of shade for this and I'm not going to apologize for it. I do think there are better choices. (laughs) I think there are, it is like a choose your own adventure in this lifetime. Now that's better by my opinion and my standards, right? The, The choice that moves you ahead on the game board in the matrix of life. Like we could have made different decisions that would have gotten us to different places. That's the deal. Now we never know how our choices are gonna turn out. And some choices you don't know that it's better or best. It's just the information you have and the one that you're making, right? But it's really loud in this Gemini season that the information, the intuitive channel, the path could shift. Don't freak out. 
it's not that your guides, guardian angels, your higher self is un, you know, trustworthy. It's trustworthy. It's just things are changing and shifting at a pretty good clip. This is one based on the decisions that we're making, the healing we're doing, and the actions we're taking of how we show up in this lifetime in integrity. Okay. Or not. And again, there's no judgment on that. It's just the choose your own adventure is real, right? I chose to go to that page. So it ended up here. There's no right or wrong. It was just different, right? So the choices we make, the ways that we show up, it does influence how things turn out. That is not to load it or to make it heavy with shame and judgment of like, you have to get it right. No, you don't. You do have to get it right with yourself. How does it feel? What's the gut check? What does my heart feel like when I make this choice and when I showed up in this way? When I think about doing this thing, what does it feel like in my vessel? Does it feel light and bright and exciting, full of potential? Does it feel like, oh shit, that feels like dreadful and resistance? The goal in a 3D incarnation is try to balance our humanity with our divinity. We do need to do the shadow work. We have to honor the stuff that we don't really want to talk about. That's really icky. That's heavy. That's sad. That's morose. That's melancholy. That's just fucking meh, right? In order to be able to feel its equal and opposite exaltation, joy, abundance, unconditional love, calm, peace, right? But those sparkles, those glimmers of calm and peace energetically where you're in tune with your vessel and you take stock of my feelings and are these feelings of fact or are these just a passing emotion based on fear or based on past experiences or have I read too many things and I'm leaning into all the shitty ways it could go wrong instead of leaning equally into here's how it could go wrong. Here's what I can do to help minimize that, right? But here's all the ways it could go right. And we have to be able to invest in both of those energetics. And the King of Cups says, I've seen it go right. And I've seen it go really wrong. And I'm still here. And freaking out's not going to help it. We want to feel our feelings and process them. And we don't want to give them too much weight because it'll sink the ship. So we need to be really in tune with it and have ways to sift and sort and be in awareness and take our maturity. And sometimes our maturity with our emotions say, I have to set my emotions aside for a second, just for a minute in order to handle what's happening. Now I'm not going to walk away from them forever. And I'm not going to shove them down forever. And I'm not going to hide from them forever. But for right now, I actually can't process and move through this at the same time. I just can't. That's not efficient. That's not helpful. So I'm going to wait until the water's calm, then I'm going to go back to that shelf and get that experience and those emotions and then process them. So King of Cups, this Gemini season, King of Cups is the spirit in which to move through things. There's a lot of beautiful offerings in it. In the traditional Rider-Waite-Smith deck, this king sits on a throne on like this little platform that's floating in water. In one hand, there's a bit of a staff. And in the other hand, there's a cup, of course, right? Very regal, blues, greens, red. But in the bottom corner of one, there's a ship. 
And in the bottom corner on the other side of the card, there's a little fish head, but it looks like a snake, like a serpent, right? So in all of these emotions of this ocean, we still have this divine feminine spirituality, our goddess nature that's ever changing. We're always shedding. It's always reinventing itself. That creative life force, let it slither through. Let it still be a part of things. Let it move through us, right? But the king sits serene and unfazed. And so to some, the king of cups looks like he's emotionless. Not true. He's actually full of emotion, right? Because the ocean is our emotions. King of Cups simply knows the rules of the Pisces, right? I am in the ocean. I am not the ocean. I have feelings. I am not the feelings. And I don't have to act on all of them. And actually, not all of them are true. Biggest one. The biggest one. Last little bit that wants to come through because it's already been knocking at the door for Gemini season is that Gemini season typically will always offer us a big influx of magic and energy. We talked a lot about this at the eclipse when it's, you know, I don't know. I don't know if the heavens opens up. It's just, it offers more energy into this 3D incarnation and energy in a physical vessel feels like anxiety and anxiety feels like fear. Okay. So there's a lot of interplay of like, as a culture, we've just been through very traumatic times in the last three years with the pandemic, number one, and our nervous set point. I mean, particularly in the United States is, is having a hard time calibrating because we're not getting much peace and calm in all the places and spaces. And it has escalated in the last three years. So there's a lot of this, like magic is coming in, energy is coming in, but our vessels are ungrounded. They've been triggered by so many traumatic events that you know, energy comes in and it goes, fear, anxiety, ah, what can I worry about? But the King of Cups says, it, it's not all the same. Energy feels like energy, but we have to remember that, yes, could be fear, there could be something, but it could equally be a gift, could be a blessing, could be a breakthrough. Anxiety and excitement are actually, they feel like exactly the same thing. You're all like, well, then what the fuck? How am I going to figure it out? Well, you go back. How do I feel? Is this fact? What facts do I have? Right? Then you head into the Gemini. I need to gather more data. I need to research a little bit. I need to read up on this. I need to ask some questions. And then once you have checked in with your feelings, are they fact or not? And then move through the Gemini energies. I'm going to collect some data. I'm going to do some research. Then you want to synthesize those, integrate them, make a decision based on those two things. And then you're just going to have to have an experience. Those of us who've been doing that for a really long time, we go, okay, based on my experience of this feeling and this topic or around this way, I'm just going to make this decision and I'm going to hope for the best and plan for the worst, right? But this is also pushing us towards also plan for the best. 
right? If you could plan it any way humanly possible with this influx of energy coming in and these plot twists and these, these pivots coming, what would that look like? So plan for it. Don't expect it, right? But give equal weight to both sides of the excitement and the fear. Because we don't want to be like, oh, nothing could possibly go wrong. That's not particularly wise. And to take us full circle, we're talking about emotional wisdom, emotional maturity. We should not be navigating the same way emotionally at, you know, in our 50s that we were when we were 16. But that's actually a marker of the United States specifically, right? We're a very young, immature culture, and we aggrandize those years. <laughs> we got to grow out of that. So this is a checkpoint for some of us. Am I still navigating emotionally the way that I was in my teens or in my 20s or at my greatest point of trauma? Because there is a theory that says when trauma occurred in your life, your emotional growth stops unless and until you do healing work to move your inner child or your inner teen through that experience with more support and more care and more bolstering. So we also want to check in and go, is there anything I could be doing to navigate more emotionally? And just ask yourself, what do you think, you know, emotional maturity is? How does somebody act that's emotionally mature? In my mind, if I look at somebody and I go, oh, they're so emotionally mature, what are they doing? Right? You can fake it till you make it. You can look at others to template in constructive and healthy ways, just like you can in non-constructive and healthy ways. Because this King of Cups says, we want to be navigating with more emotional maturity, not freak out every time and not think that everything's going to be a disaster. And for some, you know, also don't think everything's going to be a win because it's a little naive to think that it may be highly privileged of you to think that, <laughs> right? So we just want to be checking in. What are our feelings? What are the facts? What data and research can we collect to help us navigate through? Not to help us be right, not to help us stay stuck. The goal is to move on to fresh things, new scenarios, minus all or some of the baggage we've been carrying around for years. All right, my loves. With that, this reading is complete. These things are something better for the highest and greatest good of all involved. So mode it be, and so it is now. We as a collective will it so. Thank you all so very much for letting me into your energetic sphere in order to channel this message through and to each and every one of you. I'll post a photo of this card in my Instagram stories the week this episode is published, as well as... I'll make a cute little reel for you for Gemini season, and it will have an image of this card in the Instagram feed as well. But this is your King of Cups out of the Rider Waite Smith deck. The link is below in the show notes to my Instagram. Just to be clear, in Gemini season, this Gemini season, there is still a massive amount of Taurus energy. <laughs> like a lot. Um, there are blessings. There is still small, boring work to simply show up for and check off the list. But know that once Gemini energy enters, 
there is a flip of the script. Something you thought was etched in stone says, nope. The opposite is equally true. You may see and experience a 180 in your life. The path you are walking may not completely change. So like, don't freak out. It's not another eclipse season, okay? But it is going to shift. And so I've been communicating this with my magical mentees that there is a, for those who are deep in the astrology, right? You know, Jupiter's moved into Taurus. This is going to be a 13 month thing. I do think for the fixed sign, specifically for Taurus suns, you know, I, I think it's going to be big um, and, and, and benevolent, but there is this thought process that wherever Jupiter goes, it's always benefic, that it's always a blessing, that it's always good. I do not subscribe to that. Jupiter is a gas giant and Jupiter can be the Santa Claus of the chart. Wherever Jupiter goes, things are expanded, but that also means they can be blown up. Sometimes things can get too big for their britches, right? So too much of something can sometimes simply be too much. It's an imbalance. Not enough is an imbalance, but sometimes that was too much. So the channel that I've been receiving has really been that whatever the flavor of this eclipse season was for you, and I'm, I'm discussing the Scorpio one, you're going to get more of that with this shift. Now, if it was exalted and benefic and blessings and like felt like cleansing and healing and like, yeah, guess what? You go and get the benefic side of Jupiter. But if it was wonky and there were plot twists and shit went away and other things went south and you're like, I am not ready for more of that. The universe says you're going to have to get ready for it because there's an expansion here. Now, the universe always has our back and wants us to move into benevolence and abundance. But to reference what we talked about before, you, you often have to make those choices into it. It is not just a free for all dumped on you. You have to participate. Right. So I know that is not the channel and the information so many people want to hear. And I know it is not the one that's being pumped out about Jupiter's shift into Taurus. But as a channel, I just am the messenger. I want you to hear it. I want you to know. So it doesn't mean death and destruction and disaster. It just means have a heads up. If things weren't necessarily going in a way that felt benevolent and wonderful, I don't think that moving Jupiter into that opposition is going to make it better. I think it could just exaggerate it and blow it up and pump it full of gas until you really are willing to take care of what is so big and in your face, you can no longer avoid it. So there is going to be shift and there are blessings. Get ready, right? It could be so fun. Could be so fun especially if you're open to the flip of the script, right? It's not disingenuous, this flip. It's just a different flavor than you thought it was going to be. So in this Gemini season, do not be attached to the outcome. Do not think you know how it's going to turn out. Be up for the adventure. Tune into the frequency. Follow the fun, follow the collaborations, follow your white rabbit and invest in the adventure. The goal, as always, with this forecast, any that I offer, is to support you to harness and work with the energies at play.
rather than miss them or be swept up, up and away by them. All right. I hope this resonates. Take what works for you. Leave the rest. And if you're looking for more support and insight on Gemini season, make sure to check out my deep dive into the Gemini energy and the Gemini energy forecast in the previous episode, episode 32. And for members of unicornwellnessstudio.com, in the astrology section of your monthly membership, you'll see under the astrology heading, Zodiac Basics, Gemini. That is new this month. There is even more information not discussed in either this episode or episode 32 that can help you work with the Gemini energy more and not in just this season because we all have it in our chart somewhere. We're all working with it in one of the houses of our astrological natal chart. So the more you know, right, the better things can be in this day-to-day adventure that we call life. Now it's time, if you haven't already, to hit the subscribe button so you never miss this magic. If this episode has you thinking of someone else who needs this spark, share it. And if it resonates with you to rate and review the podcast, I would be ever so grateful. The more ratings and reviews the show has, the easier it is for other seeking souls to find their healing home base. It's a super simple way for you to support someone else's healing. If you have topics you'd like to hear me cover or guests you'd like to hear on the show, or hey, you just want to say hi, DM me on Instagram at Tandy underscore Gutierrez. And make sure to check out all of my offerings at unicornwellnessstudio.com. Links are below in the show notes. I love you so very much. And remember, healing is for you. And it all starts 